everybody. It's episode 103. Tyler, how are you doing? I am doing great. Doing great. I am... See, this has been a very strange week for me. A lot of varying degrees of awful have happened. Um, I'm not at liberty to share all of them but let's just say I, I i've done i've done some training this week they they said yeah. they sent me to a classroom where i got to learn about agile fundamentals <laughs> as in like project pro- it's just an uh, it's a, it's an approach to how to manage a project and how to manage a workload and a workflow it's it's all that kind of stuff mm-hmm it's that's the stuff I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, I've mm. just never heard it called agile fundamentals. That's yeah, no, it's, it's what like it's, it's what it's called. It's <laughs> called like an agile approach. Like it's it's the new thing that everyone's going to. I guess. Well, uh, I spent that spent uh, two days in that classroom, man, and I kind of wish I was just in the office instead. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being yeah. if I'm being honest. Um Yeah. Speaking of offices, we had a uh we had a guy come in to to give us uh some up to date information and, and just learn about different lighting controls because we build buildings so we need to know that stuff. Mm-hmm. And something he said that just was like I can't picture this. He said that he worked he was like on a project where they were the they were building an office building and the office was basically set up of, of like whoever's in the building walks in the building first you know you turn the lights on but you do it with your phone because the lights have this like Wi-Fi signal in them basically and you can control and dim anything using your phone and then you just sit wherever you you want you're like, oh, I'm first today. I'm just going to sit over here just because I can. I wasn't sitting here yesterday. But you know what? I'm going to change it up. I'm like, man, I, ca- I can't picture an all- a free-for-all like that. Oh, man. But I'm sure it's out there. Apologies to everyone out there. I'm adjusting my camera for th- for the stream here. And it's it's a little bit it's a little bit hectic trying to get this thing in the right position, you know? Sometimes stuff is finicky. But I think we're at in a position now where it makes sense. All right. Yeah, uh, office change around, man. It's it can it can impede work productivity. I don't yes. I don't like it. I I prefer just to sit where I am and get my work done unless there's a problem. Yep. Me too. Mm. I, I am a I will get there. Probably won't say hi to anybody cuz I am a not a grump I am a grumpy man in the morning and you know then I'll just get shit done mm-hmm. sounds I'm good I'm a get shit done sort of guy you know yes absolutely I like it I don't I don't take kindly to meetings meetings are generally <laughs> not productive for me unless like there is nothing that that goes on in a meeting that they can't just be like yo heads up and uh, do you have any problems and then I'm mm. like, yo, I can respond to that, and we can just be on our way. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I'll, I'll speak to people, but I, I need, like, a solid two hours. Mm. You know? I, I just got to get used to it. Apologies. Um, I've, 
I bought this five pound bag of gummy bears and I'm kind of addicted to them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I, I, man, I could go for some gummy bears. I haven't had gummy bears in a while. No, this bag is huge. Let me let me show you. <laughs> for those of you on the uh, the uh, audio only, I bought that five pound bag of Haribo gummy bears on Amazon. Oh Jesus, that's a huge bag. And it's just sitting on my desk, and I can't. That's like a bag of chips, but gummy bears. Yeah, instead. it's like a solid, like unlike a bag of chips where there's like a lot of air in there. It's like just a solid bag of gummy. Do you think if you ate like three of them an hour for a whole day, you'll be all right? Dude, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is that too much sugar? I don't know. I could probably, you know, it isn't enough sugar to kill a man, which I have researched for reasons. Probably similar reasons to, as to why you brought that up, but uh, no, I yeah, I've been eating a lot of these gummy bears, and I'm not even I haven't even put a dent in this bag. Damn, I'll, I'll put the gummy bears down for the rest of the show. But man, it's it's hard yeah. to resist when you have a snack like within arm's reach. Dude, gummy bears are just awesome. What's your thoughts on jelly beans? Um, yeah, oh, yeah, come so on, they're. Man. There's so many different flavors of jelly beans, man, and I don't know. There's something about the texture of jelly beans, too, how they're, like, kind of... How, how like, the outer shell gets kind of chalky. That's the best! Like, you have this chalky crust and a gooey middle, and it kind of feels like it's crystallizing in your mouth, and I don't like that. No. Oh, man, I love jelly beans. I feel like I'm the only person I... Like, I don't know anybody that loves jelly beans as much as me. I mean, they... I suck on my jelly beans. I'm serious. I put them in my mouth and just, like, let them fade away. It'll take me, like, 15 minutes to eat three of them. But it's so good. Like, I just... I, I, I enjoy why don't all you, the taste of the jelly bean. Why don't you just eat a jawbreaker if you're just going to suck on something for that long? I, I, I could have that too, but jelly beans, you know, you, you, they're all sorts of flavors, mm. you know? Mm. You're starting to starting to make me wonder. What am I? What oh, what am I? What am I made? What am I missing here? <laughs> what what, yeah, dude, what about jelly? What out. about jelly beans? Am I missing here that I just don't like them? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you just get a, a nice, like, cherry jelly bean, and it just goes in your mouth, and you just lightly bite into it, enough to break the crust of it and the shell of it, and then you just let it sit in your mouth. Mm. It's like, bro, it's great. And then you get to the center, and mm, mm. it's great. All right. Yeah, I. what else have I been eating this week? I, I've been... I've been pounding on this. So beef jerky was on sale. I've been pounding on some beef jerky lately, man. Oh, I love me some beef jerky. Yeah, beef jerky's good. Speaking of eating, last thing I'll say before we talk about the video games, I was at a show over the weekend and uh, seen the band Kicks. They're an 80s band from like the hair metal days, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, I mean, dude, they still s- sell shit out and they rock still. I mean, they're, they're getting pretty old, but they, they have some jams and they put on a great show. The singer has a pair of pants that the zipper goes all the way from like where it normally is on a normal pair of jeans all the way around down his balls past his perennial mm. area all the way up to his ass crack on the back 
Mm. It's awesome. It's not, it sounds like he's wearing some Final <laughs> Fantasy ass shit with zippers like that. Yeah, exactly. But you know, I it was in a small like club, maybe like eight hundred people there. Um, they sell it out every year. They come here and they have to play two shows because they sell out so quick and stuff. These this couples pushing it up, trying to get more towards the front. We're kind of in the middle, and they stop like right where we are. Mm-hmm. They can't go forward anymore because there's massive dudes in front of us, and they're like shit. You know, they couldn't push them out or just say excuse me or whatever. But the band's playing, so it's like nah, whatever. But this guy, so we're like ass ass the mouth you know oh, what yes. i mean like rubbing elbows it, it's hot it's sweaty and this dude who's with his wife that pushed up right next to us is like grinding his wife and they're probably like in their 40s or 50s maybe just grinding the shit out of her and this is a music you grind to where she has to like hold on to the wall to like keep herself up mm. it was that like crazy and he's like trying to reach down her shirt from the back you know get a little bit of titty action i'm like this is just awkward man and i looked down at some point and he had his hand up he reached into his pocket and brought his hand up and had something in his hands and brought it up to his nose and snorted it Mm. and i'm like i think for the first time in my life i just witnessed witnessed somebody possibly do cocaine oh huh (laughs) It was like, I ain't messing with this guy, dude. He's probably hyped on something. It was, it was really fucking that, awkward. That, that was like mm. a whole three song experience. It was terrible. It seems like a very um, inefficient way to take in cocaine. Is just reach into yeah. your pocket. And <laughs> I know. Like I, I, know. I thought when you started saying that he was reaching into his pocket and he pulled out his dick. <laughs> No, so he thought he was. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I've I've, yeah. I've seen people do coke before. It's not. It's generally not done like that. But for in my in my experience, it's usually just how you see it in the movies. It's just a line on a table and people snort it. That's that's what I would assume. That's how it is usually is. How you do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, okay, this is new. <laughs> Yeah, people party hard, and uh, as long as they aren't hurting anybody, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Ah, man. But video games. I fucking love video games, Tyler. It's been an interesting week for video games for me since I've been playing a lot of stuff that isn't PlayStation. Um, I got I, I've. I dived balls deep into Stellaris on PC. Yeah, how's that? And let me tell you what. I'm going to fucking wipe out the space Nazis. They, there's this group. So Stellaris is a space simulation kind of um, a strategy game uh, where you expand a galactic empire, form alliances, enemies, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, all different kinds of government systems and societal systems as well. It... I, being the person I am, my my society is egalitarian, materialistic, and uh, xenophiles. We love aliens. <laughs> we love aliens, and we love robots, and we like equality. So those are three solid things, right? Uh, so 
my neighbors actually good. Like my neighbors to the West, really good. Like they're egalitarian democracies. Uh, there's this militaristic egalitarian group that's still uh, still a democracy, but they 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 like to they're like de- democratic crusaders. They're like, you're all gonna be democracies, or we're gonna fucking change you. So I'm like, yo, we got some good allies over here. I travel a little bit to the east here. Some despotic slavers. And then these fanatical purifiers who think that their race is the only one that belongs in the galaxy. And they strive to eliminate every other race in the galaxy. So Nazis. Yes. So we have have space Nazis. And these guys are like... they're kind of like monkey dudes. They have like really long tails and they have furry faces and stuff. Um, these other guys, I've like th- these allies that I've made. Like one of them's like these giant like squid people. They have like gi- giant tendrils, and the other ones were like plant people. So I'm like, yo, you dudes are cool, and we we have pe- populations migrating in between. We're all friends. We're all friends over here. So right now we're in the process of building up so we can uh, get rid of some of the uh, not so nice people out there. All these all these kingdoms that have slaves and all that kind of stuff. We need to get rid of that 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 out. That needs to get out of the galaxy here. Yeah. So can you actually team up with your friends and like sign some fucking yes. thing and go to war so, together? So what I so what I've done so far is I formed a confederation. So the plant people oh, agreed wow. to go into a confederation with me, and then I have this this one group, the other group. So the plant guys want to be in a federation with me. So we're like, yeah, we'll form this federation called the Golden Concord. It's great. And then we got the other ally that's right next to me. They were like, eh, we don't want to join in fully, but we'll be an associate. So we're like, yeah, we have an associate for our federation. And then we have another associate a little bit further away in the galaxy that we contacted, who's currently at war with the fanatical purifiers. They are Ooh. currently at war with the Nazis. And we didn't offer them full membership because they have some policies that we don't necessarily like. But they are fighting the Nazis, so we should probably give them a little bit of support. Yeah. Well, that sounds exciting. Yeah, and then there's this whole southern belt of of despotic slavers who are all forming their own coalition. And I am afraid of the day where we have to go to war with them because they are really powerful. Mm. All this happening... <laughs> While there's other fucking threats, just neutral threats in the galaxy, like this giant space ghost jellyfish that whenever it enters a system, it will fucking fire a death ray at your station, at your outpost or your station that's there. Wow. It's crazy. You know what will, you know what will happen? You'll go to war with one of them and then the, the one you're scared of from the south will, will come fight you when you're depleted you're stretched out and then then they'll be like what the hell do i do now that's what i'm trying that'd be cool what i'm trying to do is like get these guys who are currently fighting the nazis just to form like a barricade i don't want them to win the war overall i want them to just like be a barrier to them so that these purifiers are forced to go south and war with these slaving despot despots instead Mm -hmm. of us (sighs) man it's a great game. It is a great video game. I'm not sure how well it would work on consoles. The games like that are generally the UIs don't necessarily work well with console. Yeah. But man, it is a great video game, Tyler. Yeah, that sounds cool. Mm. What have you been playing? 
Oh, what have I been playing? I've been playing a lot of a lot of this old shit, I guess you could say. Um, we played some Fortnite the other night. Um, you know, I, I, I had fun. We were not successful, but we we were close a few times. Fucking you know, Sam. In, in, like, the top five teams. But Our buddy decided yeah. to destroy a chest just as I was about to get to yeah. it. He knew I was going for it and decided to just destroy the tile underneath the chest to break the chest. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, that was funny and as we were running into something were we running into the circle yeah i I don't know he was trying to build walls like right in front of you so you would run into then have to move you put another one it was oh that 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 was fun i'm like motherfuckers Ah, i'm trying to i'm trying to help you win here (laughs) from an outsider just i was behind you guys as that was happening that was hilarious If we had yeah. a rocket launcher, at, we could have... At the same time, mm. there, like, mm. yeah, maybe there would have been, like, a rocket launcher, but I don't... Like, they had a fortress built. Yes, but if I had we were a rocket launcher, low. I could have taken out their base, and then they would have come but, crashing down. Like... But there's no guarantee that was a rocket yeah, launcher. But the chance. Though. The chance. True. He took away the chance. The possibility. <laughs> he left there dangling this false hope that I might have yeah this hope that I had and he just took it away like if if I knew we were gonna be mm. (sighs) don't destroy your friend's chests true that's that's the lesson Uh, there was another match though where um, you know we were pretty well equipped we were up on a nice hill and there was another team on an even larger hill and we ran down where there really wasn't any cover. Um, two of us got picked off pretty quick, but but you you and Sam survived for a decent decent amount. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking war zone. Yeah. It was just nothing but gunfire for like five or six straight minutes. Like everybody was converging at this spot, mm-hmm. and we were kind of in a in a spot where we were kind of surrounded on all sides. And yeah, yeah. It w- it was fun though. It absolutely was, man. I love I love that game. I I bought into the Battle Pass. Nice. So so I I will be playing that a lot and getting a lot of cool stuff. You have Amazon Prime? Yes. If you connect your Prime account to your Epic account, you can get uh, free skins. Oh, I mean I know yeah, that. Yeah, that's one of their Prime drops that they're doing for Twitch right now. Yeah, cool. I might have to do that. Um, what else have I played? Played. I've decided because the game doesn't work properly for me, I'm just going to play Ghost Recon Wildlands by myself. Okay. And, you know, it's a, it's a zone out for two hours and throw a podcast on and just have a goofy-ass time sort of thing i mean it's it's still a fun game but it's definitely way more fun with friends when you can plan things out or just be jackasses because i mean it's a it's a great world to be in and there's times where i'm like i can't believe the size of this right now like the scale and scope of this world is ginormous and you are just a speck in that world um so that's cool, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm just gonna play through that game. It's a, it's a, it's a neat game, uh, and it's it's just kind of one of those Ubisoft 
zone out, check the boxes sort of sort of games to me. Um, but because the game doesn't work for me really, and I can't ever connect properly uh, to other players, mm-hmm. which is frustrating, um, I decided fuck it. So at least that way, I'm getting my money's worth out of that one. Um, what else? It's an older game that it's made new again uh, but I have been playing Bayonetta yes I saw you were playing Bayonetta Bayonetta I saw you were playing Bayonetta oh, yeah I, I just started yeah um, I played Bayonetta 2 on the Wii U and the first one's on PS3 never played that one so just kind of going back in time and I love Bayonetta I don't know I, don't know. I, I mean it, it's a really great action game and it is wild some of the the battles you get into i think this story is a little bit nonsense and i don't really care about it personally but but it's cool what what do you think of it have you played bayonetta before no i haven't uh i my first impression is that it feels strange because coming from background with platinum playing near the dodge windows aren't nearly as generous in Bayonetta. Yes. And the timing just seems, it seems strange. Like so, some of the timings just, they don't feel like I, they, I don't know. The way it looks and the way you actually have to act, it, it seems, it doesn't seem to connect as well. I I agree with you on that because playing Bayonetta 2 and then playing the first one, there's times where I'm like, I totally dodged out of the way. And why am I getting hit? Why is the witch time not activated? And I feel like I'm getting my ass kicked way more than I did in the second game. Um, like, I don't know in the second game if they tweaked that sort of stuff. But but I, I, I agree with you on that because sometimes that, that stuff is very weird mm-hmm. in the first one. I mean, it's it's... It's fun to beat the shit out of some stuff. Yeah. You know? And there's some weird things. There's like angels with dragon heads, but they have human faces and the whole thing is weird. Yeah. Um, but looking forward to just just experiencing that one uh, and, and playing through that. Because if you want a good character action game, Bayonetta is really good. I think there's some, some better ones out there. But... It is good. And going back to it after playing Nier, I'm like, the action is so good in Bayonetta, but the story just isn't there, and it frustrates me. It frustrates me. Like, the characters aren't there, and the story isn't there, where Nier, Nier Automata had it all. I like Bayonetta, yeah. though. Bayonetta is a... She she has some sass. Babe. She does. And they definitely uh, have edited and directed some of their cutscenes very purposefully. Yes, they have. <laughs> to show a little bit of, little bit of stuff. So, been playing that. And what else? Played the fourth level, Celeste. I mean, we've talked about this a bunch. Oh, yeah? I, I How hard is it getting for you? <laughs> It is hard, <laughs> but I enjoyed the fourth level tremendously more than the third. Like that level is just fun to 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 do. The only thing I thought was weird was the whole like you get on top of those like 
box sort of things that move in a direction and there was one point where you had to hop on it push it down and then push it back up but you're like standing on top of it Mm -hmm. and the whole angle thing was bizarre because i kept walking off the front of it and i was getting so frustrated i'm like i know what to do i know how to do it but i just something's just not not working then you finally you finally get it and you have to think quick and you get through it Mm -hmm. it's fun yeah that game's a blast um that level is long maybe just as long as the third maybe even longer but i just found it so much more enjoyable than the third one maybe it's just the design of the third level i'm just like this is so fucking long and just not not the greatest to me and then the last thing i played (laughs) frank i'm done with shadow of the colossus oh are you i am does that mean you beat the game does that mean you beat no no. oh oh, absolutely fucking not I, I have not felt so much anger playing a video game in such a long time. When I play that game and I was playing it over the weekend, I just I feel so mad because it just sucks to fucking play. I, I come fight me. It sucks to play Shadow of the Colossus and it is cool when you defeat the Colossus the story is great the music is great it sucks to fucking play and it makes me so mad like I'm I'm doing the third Colossus he throws his fucking hammer down I climb on top of it I grab onto his arm I'm like cool then I have to jump to the other side of him to continue to go up but the camera is so ridiculous like it's just like going into Colossus and zooming back out and going in and going out I'm like I, I can't even get my bearing straight of where I'm at so I know where to aim the stick so I can jump and then I'll eventually jump but it's not in the direction I want to go so now I start this whole fucking process over and over again I'm like I am so mad I it's the it's the only game that I have legitimately like rage quit I shut the fucking game off and I instantly deleted off my machine I'm like I am never playing this fucking game again it is not my thing I get it but I've never felt so much like ah, playing a video game in such a long time so that's that's me I'm, I am done with Shadow of the Colossus these games aren't for me I will respect what they do but I will not play them in order to understand that respect I will just listen to what other people have to say fuck that you know I could I could have probably told you that you might mm, I could have probably told you that game might have, might be bad at, at controlling I, I probably could yeah. have told you that. Just just yeah. uh, just well, in the small amount of time I played with a more modern game from them. Right. And yeah, The Last Guardian apparently doesn't control very well either. I just don't understand why. Like it's just so frustrating. So frustrating. It's like here's your chance to really really do this up and you're not. Well, uh some would call it a feature. that's the purpose of the game Mm -hmm. it's to fight the controls not the colossus Jiminy Krimbus is that it? so I'm done with Shadow of the Colossus I will never speak of that game ever again that's all I played 
Okay, but what if we have to talk about the top hundred, top uh, twenty-five games of the PS, hundred games of PlayStation? Is it is it in the top hundred? <laughs> Not on my fucking list. I know, I know, someone else can throw it in there. I'm fine with that, and I will sit there and go, "That's fine." Don't expect me to throw it in there. And I, I get it. I'm sure that story is fucking great, and believe me, I want to see it through. I don't want to play it to see it through. That's my thing. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. What do you play? So, other than what we've talked about, I've been playing some more Monster Hunter World. Basically, at this point, I am a superhero for other people. They fire up their SOS flares. They get me coming in there and just whipping ass for them. So that, that's basically been my Monster Hunter World experience. I've been doing some Elder Dragon hunts on the side as well. Gearing up. Uh, there, apparently, there's an event that dropped today, but I didn't get to it before we started recording here. I've all. So, are they doing events like that, like live sort of stuff, or? What you, um, so there's like something that will be like uh, only happening yeah. this week, and you can get exclusive gear, and after that. Yeah, there's there's you know, this uh, there's this event that's you. apparently dropping today. That uh, it, it you'll be able to craft a new helmet that look, makes your head look like one of those wiggly things, um, oh. in the Coral Highlands. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to look like a wiggler. All That's right. cool. I got the Aloy set. Yeah. I finished that off pretty easily. Sweet, sweet. Is the armor good? The armor is mediocre, like okay. usefulness wise. I mean, you can use it. It's absolutely. You can use it. It's just not going to be your optimal setup. I got you. And it's just kind of creepy. It's just kind of creepy to see my human man turn into Aloy. Hair and all? Hair and all. Oh, Like, it just okay. changes the entire character model over to Aloy when you equip the armor. You, 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 you Yeah, you have to equip it as a set, and it just changes you into Aloy. Alright, that's kind of weird. So I'm like, I get that this is what you had to do, but like, lore-wise, this does not fit in as much as Monster Hunter lore matters, but whatever. But like, just yeah. as as a world thing, it just seems really strange. Yeah. Uh, but I also got I also got her bow. Her bow is pretty cool. I like that. Um, it just, it looks nice. It looks nice to run around as Aloy in that world. Um, I also... Tyler, against my better judgment, I, I've I've gotten back into Rocket League. Yeah, and man, it is it is making me into a terrible person, but a great Rocket League player. <laughs> I'm feeling. I saw you lost like 14 matches in a row or something, dude. It it wow. kept no. I lost seven matches in a row, and my teammates were within the same pool of like 14 people, who were all <laughs> fucking garbage. Oh my god. Like, they were... I feel like I'm being punished, Tyler. I feel like Rocket yeah. League has punished me for taking such a long break from it. And it's not my skill. I'm still scoring pretty well. I'm still saving some... making some pretty good saves. I'm just getting punished team composition-wise. Like, the players they are putting on my team are golds, and I am in platinum, motherfucker, trying to go up. Stop matching me yeah. with golds. Yeah, that's a little frustrating there. Mm. It's not really on you, you know. I got 
a cool item out of a crate, though. What do you get? Uh, so they have these new crates called the Victory Crates, and I got literally one of... I think this is the rarest item out of the crate, uh, the Infinium Wheels, and they look really fucking rad. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. Rocket League's a good game. It is. It's good. It makes me a terrible person, but that's why I don't stream it anymore. I just play it uh, offline when I'm listening to podcasts or whatever. But you're fired up the whole time. Yeah, I am fired. I am like, whew, <laughs> I'm on tilt. Some a lot of a lot of the time when my teammates are like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just I just catch fire. I had a six goal game. Damn. Woo-hoo! Carrying the team across the finish line. Did you win that? Yes, one? that was one of the ones okay. I won. That's good. Because if you if you scored six goals and lost, the Herculean effort I have to put out to Damn. win with some of these teams is unreasonable. Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Give me some. Let's have some more competitive games. Come on. Uh, but that's about it. That's that's pretty much other than. Uh, that and Stellaris and Monster Hunter, and we did a little bit of Fortnite. I did some Fortnite on my own. Didn't win any. Um, really just goofing around. I don't know. I, I'm i goofing around in Fortnite anymore, just doing the Battle Pass stuff. Yeah. yeah. I like how much challenges they give you. Yeah. Stuff's very cool. Yeah. Well, no. You know what else is really cool, Tyler? Video games. Numbers, Tyler. Numbers. Yeah. We're talking about that Horizon Zero Dawn content in Monster Hunter World. Well, it turns out Horizon Zero Dawn has surpassed 7.6 million in sales. That is a very good number, Tyler. That is phenomenal. Some would say that is one of the best numbers, if not the best number, to come out for an IP first party. Here. Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that's that's a thing. That I think it's their best opening IP ever. Yeah. Yeah, seven point six million for a brand new IP is incredible. And I think Horizon should just be an example to a lot of a lot of studios out there that's like put the time into it. You can certainly make yourself a new franchise and a new IP. You know? Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn is just a great example of that. Of like, Sony could have said to Gorilla what Microsoft has said to like 343. You're just making Halo all the time. You know? Sony could have said, nah, we're sticking with Killzone. We need that. But instead, they're like, nah, you know, go make, make what you want. And I think it's paid off for them way better than they could have ever imagined. Mm hmm. Like, to me, Horizon Zero Dawn is, like, the new IP of this generation that I love the most. And it's the one that I think of. When you say, what's what's the new IP of this generation of consoles? It's going to be Horizon Zero Dawn to me. Okay. Hands down. Some would, some would argue other games, such as yeah. uh, Bloodborne is another great IP that came out. But yeah, I, I, I agree that the, that Horizon is is huge and probably the most mainstream. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it it appeals to a wider audience, and it, I think it's probably quality wise the best. 
I like it. I like Horizon Zero Dawn. I think... I think that world needs more games. I think that world needs a lot more games. I think we can we can yeah. probably foresee... Uh, I don't know how, how they sequel Horizon here. It's probably not called Zero Dawn. They probably just come up with another subtitle, but another yeah. Horizon game. Yes. Without a doubt. Uh, Gorilla is probably already in some stage of working on that game, you know? Because that's such a rich world, um, and it sold well. Sony's going to want another one in the in this one. Mm. Just give it time, though, you know. Oh, it turns out that uh that, that Earth was just one of the colonies of the ISA, and the Hellgast are coming back for it. And uh, <laughs> looks like Aloy's going to have to fight off the Hellgast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why not? Please don't. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I yeah great for them they're they put out some free avatars um they're having a sale in the gear store and all that kind of stuff uh it's actually a part of the sale that we're going to get to later in the show but yeah go play horizon zero dawn if you haven't already speaking of first party stuff here hey tyler are you excited for detroit become human Yes, but my excitement has waned over the past few months, you could say. I'm just kind of ready for this one to come out. I I am interested in it for sure because I like games like this of choice-based things. Um, I like the setting of this game and the idea of it. Hopefully, this game's going to live and die by its writing. If its writing is really strong, you know, I think it can be a good one. But who knows? Yeah. But May 25th is when Detroit Become Human comes out. Finally. Are you excited? Uh, not so much. I see Detroit as more of like a tech demo than an actual video game. It seems like they're just trying to push the PlayStation 4 to see what it can do. Um, as a game, I'm not sure if it's going to be very fun. It might be an interesting story. Like you said, if the writing is good, it'll, it'll yeah. do well that way. I just don't think that it's going to be a particularly interesting thing to interact with. Yeah, probably. It's not going to be no Horizon Zero Dawn, you know? You're not going to walk away from that going like, man, that was a lot of fun, you know? You'll probably walk away from it, maybe, going like, whew, I can't believe that happened, or something like that, or I fucked that choice up. Who knows? Just glad it got a release date, you know, with... There's a lot of... I feel uncertainty around Quantic Dream. Yeah, they. You could say there there are some potent there are alleged problems that we cannot mm-hmm. confirm, but yeah, there's some noise and not but, great noise. Yeah, but I think it'll be good to just get this game out there and then you know look at themselves internally a little bit if if that is certainly the case of you know the reports that have come out from the studio it's good that you know sony's kind of lining these games up now and just knocking them down i have a theory frank what god of war is gonna get sony to that that first base detroit it's gonna get them to the second base I'm going to say Dreams is going to get him to the third base. Spider-Man's going to be their home run. Okay. 
going to line them up and knock them out of the ballpark. Okay. You see, uh, in baseball terms, that doesn't necessarily make all that much sense since there, there are different calibers of games here. I would say God of War is more like a, a triple. Um, yeah. I, Detroit and Dreams, they might be singles. I, I'd say I'd say yeah. Spider-Man's a solid double. Potentially, you can stretch it out to a triple. So you got a couple runs you're batting in there. I'm not sure if any of these yeah. games are necessarily a home run. If any, I think if any I, of them has, uh, I think Spider-Man has has potential, and I think uh, God of War has potential to be home runs. But we have yet to see much yeah. from them. The Last of Us Part Two is a five home it runs. It is. <laughs> yeah. The bases are loaded, and yes, The Last it's of a Us grand Two slam is coming in. And they just lob a meatball right down the middle of the plate. You just slam that yeah. thing out of the park. Oh, yeah. Mm. Really front-loaded uh, first half of the year for Sony, though. With Detroit and uh, God of War coming out before E3. Yeah. And then you also have, you know, some uh, Japanese exclusives with Nino Kuni 2 mm-hmm. is in March. Uh, Yakuza 6 is in April. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's good shit. We'll see if the back half of the year has anything to say about it, but we'll hear more about that at E3, most likely. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh, snap. I uh, This page didn't load for me. How about you take the next story, talking about Sony? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about some Sony first-party stuff here uh, with Horizon and Detroit. Sony is restructuring to focus more on first-party games. Um, starting in April, they were focused on creating attractive and powerful first-party titles. In a press release today, the company explained the restructure will allow it to remain competitive and deliver on its commitment to make PlayStation the best place to play. Mm. Every time I hear the best place to play, I always think of Andrew House saying that. Mm. As April, as of April 1st, Sean Layden, chairman of Worldwide Studios and president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, will concentrate his focus on worldwide studios continuing to provide platform defining content that helps drive the growth of SIE the sales and marketing divisions within Sony Interactive Entertainment America, Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe and Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Asia will report to Jim Ryan Mm. oh boy Ryan will all, will also oversee regional branches along with John Cadera, who is president and CEO at SIE. So just a little bit of a shuffling up there. But I think this is this is a big, big thing. And, you know, we already have Sony really focused on first party content. I mean, just look at what they have lined up coming out this year. And if they're saying they're going to focus even more on it, hot damn. Yeah, I I am this is very exciting and this probably means that uh new hardware is probably another year or two out probably like it's it's probably pushed that back a little bit more to, if they're focusing more on software here. Uh we'll see. Um I, I expect a PlayStation 5 by, like, 2020. Yeah. But, yeah, it's going to be an exciting next couple of years for see what we get on PlayStation. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, as long as they continue to deliver solid hardware, uh, the first party games, I think, is the thing that that will set them apart for sure. It's almost like Nintendo. But I feel like Sony is more about taking risk and letting their studios do new things and create new IP way more than like Nintendo does. Um, Nintendo likes to take an existing property and do that property 40,000 fucking ways. And they always somehow still, you know, breathe life into some of their franchises sometimes where Sony's just like, you know, okay, let's do, let's let this run its course. If you want to make something new, go for it, which I I appreciate because new IP and, and stuff like that is, is, is to me like one of the most exciting things about video games. It's one of the things that's going to, you know, allow video games to continue to grow and innovate, you know, because you need the new fresh ideas and gameplay and stories and characters, you know, can't have the same stuff over and over again. I'm glad Sony wants to double down on. I mean, I, I think that's, that's a pretty impressive statement to say like, well, we already have a lot, but let's, let's keep going with it. And I think it's, extremely important to do because I think we have seen this generation that exclusives has been the major differentiator between PlayStation and Xbox. Like that is the thing that everybody points to. Um, and that might not be a big deal for the masses, you know, the people that just play call of duty or, or Madden, but it's really important to, you know, the growing base of like, hardcore gamers that pay attention to this stuff because it's brought up all the time. Well, Sony has this, that, and that. What's, what's Xbox have? Uh, they only have that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. And I think this will just be a good thing because if Sony's doubling down on it, then that means that Microsoft has to double down on it. That just means that hopefully we'll just be getting really great first party content those games are usually some of the better games every year but at the same time that's just another box that we might have to buy down the road you know what i mean like hey you want to play this come on over here it's the only place you can play it Mm -hmm. you know it'll be interesting to see where it goes but overall i think this is an impressive thing for sony i i as many new I like we're getting even another new IP from uh from Sony and uh we have uh, what is there's Ghost of Tsushima Ghost of Tsushima and then there's yep. uh the fucking Dreams there's Dreams of course Zombie shit what's that game's name I always forget it and it's probably Days, days gone. gone like I always forget Days yeah. Gone and that's probably a bad sign <laughs> Yeah I mean man zombies lame how's the walking dead treating you (laughs) so it came back in the mid-season premiere episode was great however it was so fucking long dude it was 90 minutes long but it was like this slow burn of an episode that's like when you're watching it it's really good because of you know it's basically something happened to a character that's been on the show since the first episode, you know? So if you're invested in it, 
you know, up until this point, you're like, oh, shit, you know, but it was so long. And I just kept looking at the time. I'm like, Christ, there's like 30 more minutes left. Holy hell. Does it have to be this long? No, it doesn't. Have you? We'll see where it goes. Have you possibly considered watching Dragon Ball instead? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I feel like I'd rather watch The Walking really? Dead. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why, why do you say that? Probably. Why do you say that? You know, I, I just don't know if Dragon Ball Z is, is me. I'm just, I can't. He, here's the thing. And it's not an anime thing. I just am inherently less interested in animated cartoon sort of things. You know, hand-drawn sort of stuff. It just draws me out of it. I just can't. That goes with anything like that. Um, What happened to your inner child, Tyler? What happened to your love of animated cartoons? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I Motherfucker, you play you cartoons. fucking play Kingdom Hearts. I don't want to hear any of this yeah, shit. No, I don't right? want to hear this shit. You love Cuphead. I don't want to hear this shit. But but those are video games. I'm doing something. Maybe someday I'll watch Dragon Ball. There's so much Dragon Ball though. You know, I, someday where, where do you even start? You know, maybe maybe we should have a podcast where you watch Dragon Ball. And uh, you talk to me about Dragon Ball, and I just, I just, I just sit here and react to it. All right, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Sure, that that would be fun. Yeah. You know what else was fun, Tyler? Really quick, why don't we have a podcast where you watch The Walking Dead and I just sit here and react to it? <laughs> because it's gonna be like it's gonna be like a hundred episodes of me moaning. And being like, uh, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, that's, that's, that's the show. Just repeat that for fucking thousands of hours. Mm-hmm. But a fun thing people did find is that they were somehow getting access to the whole Yakuza 6 game through the demo they released on PSN. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, they they pulled the demo when they figured out people were like uh, a- accessing the full game, which obviously that's what you probably should do when that happens. Um, but yeah, they also revoked licenses, so basically you can't d- re-download it. I'm not sure what happens to people who have downloaded it already. Okay, yeah. So if you've played it already, your license has been revoked. Um, so I guess if you, yeah. once you connect online, it'll be like, no, you can't play it. I wonder what it means if you take it offline or if you need to be connected online to play it. I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. You know, I wonder if someone out there did that. Like, oh, shit, I'm playing the rest of the game. I'm going to go offline. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, they did say that if you if you were playing the full thing, you will not have your account banned uh, in your uh, save file will transfer over so that's at least good yeah you know i mean it was more on them of why that was happening than it was the players yeah i, I hmm. you had to download the whole game it was like just to play the demo it was like what 36 gigs yeah holy guacamole uh i'm i'm excited for yakuza 6 I I think it's going to be great. I think this is very unfortunate and well, I doubt people were able to actually play the entire game. 
in the, in the time that this demo was. As long as they were connected online yeah. by the time they revoked the license, I doubt ever anyone actually got through the whole game. But still, right, really scary. Like putting out a demo and then finding out, oh shit, it's not really a demo. <laughs> People can play the whole damn thing. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll have an, another demo. Oh wait, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll have another demo to play before it comes out. It comes out in April. It's not too far away, so. No, y'all can wait. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been waiting for Battlefield to return to World War Two? Not very long, but sure. Are you Are you happy about it? Are you happy about it? Huh? 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 They're calling it Battlefield. I'm is it say, is it called Battlefield V or Battlefield Five? Is it V for vi- Victory V Day, or is it Battlefield Five? You don't fucking know because they don't number their games correctly. Yeah. See, I'm gonna say that I am looking forward to a Battlefield World War Two game, um, because of like Battlefield One was cool, and I want to see World War Two like that, and. I just feel more people know World War Two than World War One, and that could be fucking cool. However, naming it Battlefield Five, I'm just fucking lost at this point. If that truly is what this rumor is saying, that it's going to be called Battlefield Five, doesn't make any fucking sense, man. Because when you go back to the modern day, eventually, what's that going to be called? Battlefield Six? That doesn't make any sense either. No, I honestly think it's going to be called Battlefield V. Maybe. But why? I don't fucking know. Like, this... EA is bad at a lot of things, but you wouldn't expect them to be bad at naming things. And it's not a hard thing to do, just to name things in a way that fucking makes sense. Yeah. I mean, how they called it Call of Duty WW2 over there at Activision. WW2. Yeah. Like I mean, hey, Battlefield World War Two though, sure. I'm game. Hey, and if they do that campaign thing like they did with Battlefield One of like these little vignette things, that could be really fucking cool. Yeah, that could be fun. Just take it all over World War Two, just have this these short, concise, cool stories. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. I'm down. I mean, I know people want Bad Company 3, and believe me, I want Bad Company 3 too, but I just feel that's... I didn't feel that was going to happen in the first yeah, place. Yeah, EA's not going to give us what we want. Exactly. They're going to do what they think is best and what has been lab-tested to perform well, and that's going to be a World War II game. <sighs> you know? Related to my fears about this, I'm afraid for burnout because this has no, there's no news about it or anything but I'm afraid about burnout I f- I'm afraid they're using burnout paradise as just a, a gauge to see what they should name their next racing game and they'll slap the fucking burnout name on a bad need for speed game and kill it right there uh, maybe maybe I think need for speed's done for a little while and maybe that's maybe that's why they're bringing burnout back to test see if people really want that so we can get a new burnout yeah but what if their new burnout is just a stupid fucking need for speed game that they slap the burnout name on because they don't know how to make a burnout anymore Uh, 
Yeah, they call like Need for Speed Burnout. I could see him doing that. And it's like some always online connected shit. FMV story. Why not? Like, let's do it. <sighs> I'm just afraid. I'm afraid, Tyler, that they're going to ruin a franchise that I love. Again. It's electronic arts. Yeah, unfortunately. I know there's probably good people that work at Electronic Arts, but as a company, they do not make great business decisions. You know? Yeah, I, I'm I'm unhappy. But I'm not angry at any single person. I'm just unhappy at the general state of Electronic Arts and what they want to do with their games. I am also unhappy with the ESRB. Because when confronted to put labels on games featuring microtransactions and loot boxes, they decided that they don't need to discern what kind of microtransactions are in a game. They're just going to slap a general label on anything that has in-game purchases. Which is pretty much every single goddamn game on the internet. This is bad. So let's... I'll read the statement from the ESRB here. Um... You may have noticed that we've been a little quiet on the topic of in-game purchases and loot boxes, but we've been listening. In fact, we've absorbed every tweet, email, Facebook post, and singing telegram sent our way. And we've been working to develop a sensible approach to let gamers and parents know when a game offers this offers the option to purchase additional content. Starting soon, ESRB will begin assigning a brand new label to physical games, in-game purchases. This label, or as we call it, interactive element, will appear on boxes and wherever those games can be downloaded, for all games that offer the ability to purchase digital goods or premiums with real-world currency. This feature includes... This includes features like bonus levels, skins, surprise items, such as item packs, loot boxes, mystery rewards, music, virtual coins, and other forms of in-game currency, subscriptions, season passes, upgrades, and more. We're also launching a new website, parentaltools.org, to help raise awareness of the helpful tools that parents can use to manage the amount of time or money those crafty kids spend playing video games. This is the first step of many. We'll continue to discuss how to further enhance our rating system with publishers, developers, gamers, and especially parents. And we'll continue to make adjustments as the need arises. Thank you for all your patience in this and for your love of games we rate. So that label is going on every single video game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to label stuff that also has season passes and Map everything packs like that, and characters, that that's a that's a waste in my opinion. You know, the the problem is not that it, it the problem is these gambling like loot box forms of microtransactions. That's what should be warned against, not hey, you can buy extra stuff. I don't know. It's not it's very half assed attempt to say um like hey yeah, we're doing something. It is the bare minimum for them to say, yes. Hey, look, we're doing something. Government stay away. Fucking ESRB. 
the game. The, yeah, mm. I, I, it's not enough, and this won't do anything either, for sure. It's not going to change anything. Yeah, but it might make fucking lawmakers just turn a blind eye to it now. True. Which I guess, yeah, I guess I don't want the government in it, but I also want the ESRB to fucking take a stand. Oh my god. I'm 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 just tired of this. Yeah. I'm just tired of the whole loot box thing. No. It's a thing that I just uh, I'm so like just like you said tired of it. Like I'm tired of hearing about it, I'm tired of talking about it. Ah. Also, hey. I just wish it never happened. Let me get some loot boxes for some new Brig- Brigitte Brigitta skins. Sure. I, th- I think that's how her name is uh, pronounced. I don't think it's Bridget. I think it's Brigitte. Brigitte. Yeah. I, I've, I, I watched a video and that's pretty much how I heard it pronounced. But there's a new hero in Overwatch and I want to play her. She is the daughter Me too. of Torbjorn. She has a shield. Oh, she has a mace. Mm. I'm very, very excited to play her. She's a support character. I like support characters. I'm a very supportive yeah. Overwatch player when I need to be. Yeah. She can also lay down repair packs to heal the, her allies. Mm-hmm. She's cool. She sounds fun. I want to go around and beat the shit out of people with my rocket flail. Oh, yeah. Because that just sounds like a damn good mm-hmm. time. Yeah, and she character design why she looks pretty cool. I agree. I think this will be a very cool addition to Overwatch. Yeah. I like I like the majority of the new characters they've added post-launch. I feel like they've been getting better. Like, Reese is fucking cool. Mora is cool. I feel like this new character is going to be cool. Anna's the one I'm just like, there's just not a lot of use for Anna, in my opinion. Like, she doesn't heal well, and she doesn't do damage well. And there's other characters that do both of those things at the same time better than her. I don't know. Frank, I think you should play Overwatch. It's been so long. It's been so long but since t- I've, I've jumped into Overwatch. It's I, I don't know. I I love Overwatch, dude. And, and I just feel like as time goes on, I just get more and more in love with it. Like, it's, it's my... I don't know what you want to call it. Rocket League or fucking whatever of this generation. It's the game that I'm just loving and playing all the time. I got to do my my qualifying matches for season nine. It's competitive. Get them points. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you just need to do that. I need to do it. Frank, you don't understand. Mm. I need to do it. Okay. All right. Boom. Maybe maybe I'll help you out. Maybe. But Tyler, man. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. There's something else you should be excited for. Well, I'm not sure. You might own these games, but the PlayStation audience should be excited. Because March's PlayStation Plus games are fan-fucking-tastic. Well, at least the PS4 games. Well, okay, yes, the PS4 games. (laughs) But who's playing the other games anyway? And we'll address that later. Um, Bloodborne and Ratchet & Clank are going to be your free games with PlayStation Plus 
for the month of March. Fucking best PlayStation 4 month, I'd say, hands down, if you don't own those games. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, the lineup also includes on PlayStation 3, Legend of K and Mighty Number no. 9, which is Mighty Number no. 9 is crossed by with PlayStation 4 if you want to play that. Um, on Vita, you'll get Claire Extended Cut and Bombing Busters. Uh, both of those are crossed by with PlayStation 4. Um, and in a strange move, they've decided to sunset the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita free games a year in advance. So they're giving you an exp- expiration date. March 8th, 2019, they're, stop- they're not going to provide any more PlayStation 3 and Vita games monthly. They're giving you plenty of notice, but I really feel like most people don't take advantage of those games enough right now anyways, but mm-hmm. hey, maybe there's some numbers out there that I just don't know. I mean, it's nice. It's nice but, that they did this a year in advance, so like, if you do buy your PlayStation Plus yearly and you are on those systems, like, you can turn off your auto-renewal. Yeah. Yep. In, you know, if they're going to take away PS3 and Vita games and double down more on PS4 games... They did confirm that they are only they are still great. remaining two PlayStation 4 games a month. They, they oh, aren't really? changing the number okay. of PlayStation That's... 4 games. But if they if they if come they... out in quality like they are this month, I'm like, holy yes. shit, like, what are, what are yeah. we in for? Yeah. You know, we haven't gotten very many, like triple a games you could say for playstation plus this generation but now we're getting two of the best Mm -hmm. in one month that's fantastic go pick these games up i'm i'm yeah i i'm excited for people to get into bloodborne and into ratchet and clank like those are some fantastic games i need i want to go back and play bloodborne so badly i need to i need to find time i wonder if their net code is any better if we can play co-op because i remember when we tried earlier it didn't work very well yeah it worked for like a little bit and then it took a shit on us but maybe we can try that again yeah hmm i love it uh also, there are some games on sale. The Critics' Choice Sale, up to 40% on acclaimed titles, fifty up to 50% if you're a PlayStation Plus member. And there are a lot of fucking great games on this list, man. Tyler, Tyler, let's, let's, get, let's get started on this. Assassin's Creed Origins is $40. Ooh. That's pretty, pretty damn good. You get a lot of game for $40. If you still haven't played Axiom Verge... It's ten bucks, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. If you're super stoked for Battlefield Five, you want to play Battlefield One. Well, you have a few options. You can get the Battlefield One Revolution DLC or Revolution Edition for twenty bucks, or Battlefield One in Titanfall Two for twenty dollars. Hmm. Combined. That's not each. Mm. Wow, that's a steal. That's that's really good. And if you haven't gotten that premium pass yet for Battlefield One, it's back down to fifteen bucks. Yeah, they they have all the DLCs out now. Yeah. I need to play the other ones. Yeah, we do. 
Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy for $24. I like that. Hell yeah. Mm-mm. Enter the Gungeon for seven fifty. Oh yeah. Oh, that is. You will get your money's worth playing that. Yeah. If you want to get in on For Honor, you can get that for twenty bucks. Hmm. That's not bad. I feel like that game's been making a turnaround. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Turismo Sport is thirty three dollars. They just added like twelve new cars to that game. Yeah. I think. They just yeah they dropped an update this week. I think it's one point one three. Yeah. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five. If you want to keep that game on the charts, you can get that for thirty bucks. I don't think I've ever seen that game below thirty dollars. Wow. Uh, Hellblade. Send you a sacrifice. Twenty one dollars. This is the PlayStation Report's best game of 2017. So you should go check it out if you haven't. Oh yeah. Alternatively, you could get our second place game, Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> for thirty-two fifty. Yeah, and the complete edition that has the Frozen Wilds in it yeah. too, so that's cool. Inside for eight bucks, or Inside and Limbo for nine. Yeah, why don't you just dish out the yeah. extra buck and get both games? I know. Uh, let's see, what do we have? Man, there's Marvel vs. Capcom. You can get their character pass for $21. The Deluxe Edition for $45. Standard for $30. Damn. Uh, it's a crime that more people didn't play this game. Next Machina. $6. Yes. Nice. I'm excited to see what Housemark has up next. Yeah. Uh, Neo. I actually. So I bought a few games from this list. I bought Neo for twenty-five dollars. Okay. I'm. I'm just cool. gonna get. I'm going to get good this year. That. That is my objective. I'm going to get good. I'm gonna beat Bloodborne. I'm gonna beat Dark Souls three, and I'm gonna beat Neo. All right. I'm counting on it. I'll hold you okay. to it. Okay. We'll check in. Every once okay. in a while. All right. Uh, Prey for twenty dollars. Pyre. It's a great Pyre game. for ten bucks. Fucking Man. shove that in your PlayStation right now. Yeah. South Park: The Fractured Butthole for thirty dollars. That's pretty yep. damn good too. No, Yo, you're gonna tell me you're gonna skip over Resident Evil Seven. Twenty-four bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm just jumping around. Twenty-four bucks for Resident Evil Seven. If you want to get really grossed out at a price. really nasty house. Yeah. How about The Last of Us Remastered for ten dollars? Oh boy. The Witcher <laughs> Three. Let's just let's go. All right. I don't know why. Oh, like man. the Wild Hunt and the what? Complete Edition, or the why would you even? Why, why wouldn't you just buy the complete edition here for twenty for twenty dollars? Don't get fooled here. Buy the complete edition. Can't wait until they print new copies of The Witcher Three and it says in-game purchases on the box. Yeah, because that's a that's a great example of bad behavior. Ah, uh, fucking hell! Ghost Recon Wildlands is twenty dollars the standard edition. Mm-hmm. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy for twenty dollars. Do you fucking see this? What? 
Titanfall 2 Standard Edition for $6. I don't think that game did well. Wow. I think that I think <laughs> I think that game is just trying wow. to make as they're trying to make as much money back as they can at this point. <laughs> wow. That is insane. Watch Dogs 2 for 20 bucks. Oh, that's a great price for that game. What a fun game. Mm-hmm. Fucking love Watch Dogs 2. Severed on Vita is 450. Uh, what else? All right, that's pretty much it uh, for stuff that I know about. Um, there's a ton of movies, too, if you want to go look through their movies. Uh, I don't feel like going through that list. Instead, I feel like talking about what's new on the PlayStation Store near you. Tyler, do you want to get us started with the new video games of this week while I clean my glasses? Let's do it. Blasters of the Universe on PlayStation VR. Intense first-person bullet hell gameplay that requires you to duck, dodge, and maneuver through tons of enemies and hundreds of bullets. All right. Okay. It's a VR bullet hell game. Oh, I didn't catch that it was VR. All right. Well, since I'm going to be setting up my VR, I might check out some more VR games. Um, got another Portal game, Tyler. You ready for this? Bridge Constructor Portal. Woohoo. Enter the Aperture Science Enrichment Center and experience Bridge Constructor Portal, the unique merging of the classic Portal and Bridge Constructor games. Hey, man, I'm sure this is cool, but this is not the Portal people want. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever, Portal lives on in, in something at least. I'm so fucking bad at Portal. Did you ever play Portal? I've been told I'd be good at Portal, but I've never played it. I think you'd be good at Portal. Portal 2 is co-op, and I would like to play co-op with somebody, but like I said, I'm really bad at it. What if we drank rum and played Portal? (laughs) Maybe we'd be good at it. (laughs) Um, Bob Boy on PS4. Actually, hold on. The next game we got to play, when you're back here... And we're just having a time and we're drinking the drinks. It's fucking snipper clips. Okay. Holy hot damn. What a video game. That that is a damn fine video game. That is a blast to play with others. That's on Switch. Nice. We just did some three player. It was me, uh, Keithy Keith, and my lady playing three players. Mm. And it's a damn good time. So we gotta do that one. So who? So sometime. who was the voice of re- of reason in that mix? <laughs> I don't know. It, well, it kind of fell on everybody, actually. Okay. I mean, there were times where, you know, my my fiance does not really play video games, but there was times where she suggested something, we did it, and that's fucking what got the level done. I'm like, cool. Mm. You'll, you'll, you'll get her in the video games. We she'll, were... she'll get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll happen. Next up is Bald Boy on PS4. One gloomy night, Bald Boy wakes up suddenly from a frightening nightmare to discover that evil has overshadowed the Bald House. His family has disappeared, and there are hard monsters lurking in the shadows. Gather the courage and use his glass head to save everything he loves. All right. You should have uh, your Beyonce or Beyonce. Yeah. Play 
Florence. It's, it's a what mobile game. Okay. But it is very good. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, while you do, I'll tell you about Crypt of the Serpent King. A PlayStation 4 game. Crypto the Serpent King is a medieval first-person hack-and-slash dungeon crawler with roguelike elements. Explore large, randomly generated dungeons. Mm-hmm. I love this art. Yeah. Next up is De- De Blob 2, PS4 Digital and Retail. In De Blob 2, Comrade Black in the Inkies are back with a whole new plot to read the world of color with all new help from Papa Blanc and his followers, the Blancs blob and his friends will have their work cut out for them bringing color back to the citizens of Prisma city. And it looks like that one, uh, that one place in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Which I watched and I enjoyed that. Oh yeah. It's a great movie. It was awesome. It's fun. Uh, oh man, this does not look. F- this looks scary. Don't knock twice. A PlayStation VR game. God damn, this looks like a VR horror game. Explore an empty home in a neighborhood where legend says a demonic witch inhabits. They knock twice on the door and leave. Oh God, I don't. I don't oh, need boy. that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, next up is Gravel on PS4 Digital and Retail. A dangerously fun game. With arcadey gameplay that delivers a thrilling rush experience. Destroy obstacles, take shortcuts, and forget any rules until the end to win. The grammar in this really bothers me. I'll just say that. It looks like a a off-road trucking game hmm yeah yeah I mean there's a rally car in the back that looks like a Subaru in the back right there oh yeah yeah um this next I, uh, we've talked about Heroin Anthem Zero but it looks like it's an episodic game so episode one I guess they they might have different descriptions With an emotionally resonating soundtrack and beautiful visual art style, Heroin Anthem Zero is the first episode in an epic fantasy adventure game from Wind Thunder Studio. I like that art. Yes. Looks neat. Next up is Hex Tunnel on PSVR. Enter another dimension and master elements to become a supreme being. If the game looks like that, I am going to get sick. Oh, yeah. That's awful. Yikes. Oh, okay. oh, oh, this next game. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> immortal, ner- immortal Redneck. Immortal Redneck is an FPS set in Egypt with roguelike elements, frantic gameplay, twitch controls, and an arcade-style feel. Meet randomly generated dungeons, a complete skill tree, permanent death, and nine classes with different traits. Have you seen gameplay of this no, game? Not at all. It, it does look. It looks like a Doom sort of style of gameplay. Like you're just running around blowing the shit out of stuff, and it looks like it could. What be the fun. fuck is a redneck doing in Egypt? I have no clue. This game was on PC a long time ago. Oh, okay. Maybe it was last year. Maybe even the year before. 
because I remember watching Total Biscuit doing a video. He's, you know, he did a video. What the fuck is Immortal Redneck? And I'm like, hmm, I have to at least watch this. <laughs> and they're part of it. It looked interesting. Uh, Jet Jet Omero, Hero of the Universe on PS4. Plays Jed Amaro, a giant and indestructible, an incredibly clumsy robot determined to save the human race. Explore a procedurally generated universe by flying through space and landing on planets while trying not to destroy everything in your own path. Looks like someone jazzed across the art there. That's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moss is the next game on the list here, a PlayStation VR game. Moss is a single-player action-adventure puzzle game and new IP from Polyarch TaylorMade for VR. It takes classic components of a great game, such as compelling characters, gripping combat, and captivating world exploration, and combines them with the exciting opportunities of virtual reality. Hear a lot of good things about this one. I can't wait. When I... When I when I end this Skype call, I'm rearranging my desk to set up my VR for tomorrow. I'm really excited for that. Cool. Yeah, this is uh, this is that cute little mouse game that Sony had on their stage at E3 last year. I played it at PSX, and it is it is so rad. You can like lean in the environments and look around, grab stuff in the yeah. environment with your with the triggers on the controller and move stuff around. It's really I can't I can't wait awesome. to talk about it more when I played it. Uh, next up is Malacca on PS4. Dive into northern Mexico's breathtaking landscapes with Malacca, a 3D action adventure game based on the rich indig in yeah, I can never say this word indigenous culture of the Tarahumara. That, that 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 word is pronounced indigenous. Indigenous. Blah. Blah. Can't English. I like the art style of this game though. It looks cool. Yeah. I think I know why you like it, because you probably think of Journey a little bit, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it has a Journey-looking vibe. Yeah. This next game, I don't... This this is strange. That looks like one of the Resident Evil Shadow Puzzles. Uh, yeah. Perfect Angle is the name of the game. Challenge your mind with puzzles that are based on optical illusions. Find the perfect angle by rotating the camera until order is restored, and discover a story that is full of mist. That is just that is just Resident Evil 7's shadow puzzles. It really is. Um, next up is Rift Star Raiders on PS4. The spiral arm has been plunged into chaos. Hordes of war swarm, a hive mind of alien AI, have waged war on humanity, and it's fallen to the poster boy for the Federation's most wanted to save the galaxy and turn a profit. All right, all right. I like I like profit. War swarm sounds like a badass metal oh, name. Yeah. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. See him. Speedrunners from Hell is the next game here. CM Speedrunners from Hell is the world's only competitive heavy metal first-person platformer. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Slice every last millisecond as you race and blast your way through deadly arenas. Teleport, jump, fly, bounce, and drop a hun- <laughs> and drop in a hundred merciless and fast-paced maps for the ultimate prize, your soul. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, next up is Shiny, a robotic adventure on PS4, digital and retail. Robots can have a heart. Left to fend for himself after mankind abandoned the doomed planet Aurora, robot Kramer 227 must find a way to harvest energy and rescue his robotic friends before Aurora crashes into the sun. A few things here. Robots can have a heart. We learned that yes. already. Second, Kramer 227. Does that mean this is in the Seinfeld universe Absolutely. in the in the friends that have abandoned him have been everybody else yes you know? this I, I would like this would be a much better game if at the end you find out you know like Jerry Seinfeld shows up yeah also those humans are assholes for leaving all the robots behind yeah and the final game this week <laughs> <laughs> Timothy versus the, the aliens. <laughs> Timothy versus the aliens is an open world platformer and adventure game where a gangster will defend his city from an invasion of aliens. I love the idea of this. <laughs> but that alien in that art. Oh, God. Okay. Um, if you wanted to, you could watch The Shape of Water. Uh, that is the most nominated film for the Oscars, which happens this this weekend. Yeah. So bada bing, bada boom. Got some stuff on play. I could I could watch Walking Dead on PlayStation View if I felt like it. If I yeah, if I should. felt like it, I don't. <laughs> and I I can't foresee myself feeling like it in the near future. But man, baseball's yeah. coming back soon. You have a baseball team you like? I'm not the biggest baseball guy. Nah, I, I, I don't watch too much baseball. I might watch like the playoffs or the World Series or something. Um, but traditionally, don't don't follow baseball too much. Usually, if I don't have a podcast to listen to, I'll put on a baseball game on the radio. That's usually something something yeah. I can listen to and zone out. Yeah. I'm an Orioles fan, Indeed. as people should know. I have worn an right. Orioles hat and shirt on the show before. There and you if have. you've only been listening to audio, I guess maybe now is your now is the time for me to tell you. I am a Baltimore Orioles fan, and yes, I'm aware they're not having a great spring training. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I'm 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 really excited tomorrow for Moss, and then this weekend I'm getting back into my Stellaris game. Stellaris. I'm in. I'm for achievements to count on. Not not that I give a shit about achievements all that much, but achievements are only unlocked if you play in Iron Man mode, which means you can't reload saves, create save points, and stuff like that. You're just going through because it's a wow. real time strategy game. Yeah, but yeah, it's that's interesting, man. It is. It's so great because there's so much like procedurally generated lore in the universe like I f keep finding artifacts from civilizations from millions and millions of years ago I found this ancient fallen empire who was so technologically advanced but has no interest in actually conquering any more territory mm -hmm. but they're like they're there observing the current state it's just to see how just to make sure we don't make mistakes and stuff like that 
Man, it, it is so good. It's so good. But yeah. Sounds like a grand time. What's going to give you a grand time this weekend, Tyler? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just go through Come Wildlands. Might just chill out. Play some of that. Sounds like a good chill out game. Shall see. It is. All right. For sure. Well, I think that's all we have for you folks out there. Thank you for watching. If you're here on the live show or if you're watching it in the archives on my Twitch channel. And thank you all for listening. This has been the PlayStation Report episode 103. You can find and contact us at PS Report Podcast on Twitter and email at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. If you would like to find me, you can do that at the Arctic Sloth. And Tyler, you can find him and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids Tyler. Yeah. You guys got some things going on, don't you? Got some reviews coming up, don't you? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, it's going to be something going up about our the Netflix Marvel shows. Because mm-hmm. Jessica Jones is coming back. But there's some other reviews up. Um, reviewed this power metal band, Angra. They're from Brazil. Uh, and they're, I mean, they're fairly popular. Um, they got a really big name singer and everything put that up and it was just like this will do the normal for us 100 200 views and I'm happy with that you know I mean we're a relatively small channel I mean it's now up to a pretty decent amount of views but it's the most liked video on our channel nice. 72 likes getting a lot of comments from from people in South America which is cool are they and in Portuguese that I'm Sam <laughs> Are they are they commenting in languages you don't you can't understand? A few of them, yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I, I just don't I don't know what you're saying. But some people are thinking I'm Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's pretty good. So oh, yeah, check check great. stuff out. Yeah, go do that. Uh, we're gonna go do our things. So until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and make sure you take a poop when you gotta. Dude, See ya. dude, dude! If you're not if you're not going super sane on the toilet, are you even shitting? No. Right. <laughs> All right. We're go- Goodbye. <laughs>